to another Cup of Joe podcast on this Thursday, March the 10th. Wherever you are and whenever you are listening to this, I wish you God's grace. I wish you God's life. I wish you God's goodness today, my friends. Thank you for being present as we continue through our Lenten journey on this eighth day of Lent. Uh, And I uh, am grateful that you are with me breaking open God's word. Yesterday we were in Luke. I think we were in Luke. (laughs) I can't remember. I think we were. Today we're going to jump ahead, jump back uh, to Matthew. Uh, Matthew chapter 7, verses 7 to 12. So two days ago, remember that we were at the heart of the heart. The the heart of Matthew's gospel, uh, many consider the Beatitudes, chapters 5, 6, and 7. And we were in the heart of that heart, chapter 6, when Jesus taught us to pray. Uh, today, we are going to remain in uh, the uh, Sermon on the Mount, but we're getting toward the tail end of it. So we're going to be in Matthew chapter 7, verses 7 to 12, okay? If you'd like to follow along, just know I am going to read out of Eugene Peterson's translation, The Message. It's a wonderful translation. It, it's, it's different than the, the one that you are familiar with, with this passage, which is, is marvelous in its own right. But I just like the spin that, that Peterson puts on it. So let's break open God's word together. Matthew 7, verses 7 to 12. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said, Don't bargain with God. Be direct. Ask for what you need. This isn't a cat and mouse hide-and-seek game we're in. If your child asks for bread, do you trick him with sawdust? If he asks for fish, do you scare him with a live snake on his plate? As bad as you are, you wouldn't think of such a thing. You're at least decent to your own children. So don't you think the God who conceived you in love will be even better? Here is a simple rule of thumb guide for behavior. Ask yourself what you want people to do for you. Then grab the initiative and do it for them. Add up God's law and prophets, and this is what you get. My friends, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. I love that image. Isn't that so good? I mean, from the first line, it grabbed me. I think right away I I read that and I knew this is the translation I'm going to read today because I think, brothers and sisters, we bargain with God all the time. And, 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 and we don't do it in foolish ways. I mean, we're, we're too smart to be foolish like that. But, but we do it in, in ways that we put on masks or, or we put on auras or things like that to try to woo God or schmooze him. I was called a schmoozer at work today. <laughs> I thought that was kind of good. There was somebody probably nailing me. I need to sit with that for a while. But, you know, brothers and sisters... Like this first line said, don't bargain with God. Be direct. Ask for what you need. This isn't, I mean, meaning God doesn't do this with us. God doesn't play cat and mouse, hide and seek games with us. Let that wash over you. 
Isn't that wonderful? In the um, NAB version, it says it this way. And again, you know it well, but it says, Jesus said to his disciples, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you for everyone who asks receives. And the one who seeks finds. And to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. Both are just so beautiful and so correct. I want to go off of uh, just what the NAB said here. You know, brothers and sisters, I think, again, I, I, I don't want to put words in your mouth, so that's not fair. Um, I've, I think there are times in my life that I will wait for God to act, to present something to me. Uh, you know, again, we may ask for that billboard or whatever, but but just, you know, give me a sign, kind of like yesterday's gospel. And Jesus says, what more do you want from me for the love of all things holy? You know? And, uh, and we wait. And, and here Jesus is saying, brothers and sisters, if we are going to be disciples, if you are going to be my followers, if you are going to be people, and you and I are this, that are going to participate in the building of the kingdom of God, then we literally need to participate. The scripture reading didn't just say, listen, kick back and God will give something to you. Hang out and you're going to find the way. You know, just take a chair and the door is eventually going to open. It says, listen, ask and it will be given. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened. God's role in this is to be the one who gives and opens and allows us to find. But brothers and sisters, our role is to ask and to seek and to knock. They are active. They are not passive. Do you, do you hear those? that brothers and sisters, we must participate in the action of God in our lives. We can't just sit here and say, God, change me. What we must do is seek diligently within us. Ask God for the wisdom to see ourselves as we really are, to knock at that door and say, Lord, open up my very being to me. Show me who I am, whatever it is. And allow God to enter into those places. We need to be fearless with that. And, and allow God to move within us. Same with uh, situations in our world. You know, I, again, forgive me, I use this example a lot of the times because it's so good. James, in, in the letter to James, that wonderful pragmatic letter that James wrote, said, hey, you know, if somebody comes to your door who's homeless and hungry and, and doesn't have the clothes to wear on the, on the, for the weather of the day. And you on the other side of the door say, listen, bless you. I love you. You're a good person. And I hope you find some place to, to shelter for the night and find clothes. So I'm going to bless you, okay? I'm just going to give you a prayer. Let's pray for you. And then you close the door. 
and you feel better about yourself having prayed for him, but you didn't give him a coat, you didn't give him a bed, you didn't give him any warm soup. You know, what are we doing? We have to participate in the work and the action of God, and that is to ask and seek and knock. And brothers and sisters, now here's the trap that this, of course, can, can bring us to, is that God is reactive to us. Meaning, okay, all I have to do is knock loud enough, and all I have to do is ask, and God will give me what I ask for. And, and again, I'm not saying any of you are falling into this trap, but I think it, it, it's an easy one to fall into. That I, th- I think, again, prayer is that mystery. It is just that mystery. But it's a wonderful mystery that invites us into the very heart of God. So, again, the idea is, is prayer does not change God, this asking and seeking and knocking, but that it opens ourselves to, to change. It opens our heart to be vulnerable. Didn't we just talk about that the other day, right? That the essence of the Lord's Prayer is, is it reminds us who's at the center and it invites us to rotate and open ourselves to what that center invites us and, and calls us to. I read this uh, quote as I was preparing tonight. It's from William McGill. I don't know who that is. Maybe you do. But uh, McGill said this, the value of persistent prayer is not that God will hear us, but that we will finally hear God. Isn't that it? All this knocking and seeking and asking, God will open us to God's very goodness. So my point here being, and I'll stop, you, you get the point, that we participate in the action of God today. That we are not passive observers, but that God, God will do the work. And, and I don't even think it's 50-50. Meet him halfway. Maybe it's more like 90-10. Richard Rohr would say it's 98-2. God does the vast majority, but we must open ourselves. So first and foremost, we may finally hear God within ourselves, within our world, within our uh, location within those around us and then we become the very hands and feet as Teresa of Avila said right God has no hands on this earth no feet on this earth but yours and mine but only when we put them to the servitude at the service of God by how by asking and seeking and knocking but here's the great news. Here's, I mean, here's the best news. Because I love how it uses this gospel. It uses the idea of, of a parent and a child. If, you, if you've ever had a child, you get this one. It, it doesn't take a theologian to unpack this for you. You know it instinctively. What love is there greater than the love of a mother for their child? You know, it's just... It's, it's the air we breathe. And, and so we can, I mean, let that again just cause you to, to exhale and say, I don't have to fool God. I don't have to be um, this perfect person before God gives me what I need. I don't have to jump through hoops A, B, and C before God meets me with this. 
Again, it's not a cat and mouse game. It's not hide and seek. Put our needs before God and allow God to change our hearts. It's not like God gives us necessarily the answer to our prayer, but maybe half the time, maybe more than that, maybe a vast majority, he changes us to realize, gosh, what we were praying for was the wrong thing. How many times have we prayed for something? We look back on our life later and God has answered it beautifully, but in a way we totally did not expect. That's what we're talking about here. You know, that God, like this says, if your child asks for bread, do you trick them with sawdust? If they ask for fish, do you scare them with a snake on their plate? As, as fickle, as bad, as, as small and shallow as we are, we wouldn't think of doing such a thing for those whom we love. And then it says, you're at least decent to your own children. So you don't, don't you think the God who conceived you in love will be even better? Brothers and sisters, you and I both know the answer to that, right? Don't you think the God who conceived you in love, whose child, by the way, you are, and I am, out of God's great goodness, who carry the very spark of God within us, by God's great goodness. The one who causes the rain to fall on the just and the unjust and the sun to shine on the good and the bad alike, who is magnanimous with God's own gifts. Don't you think that one will treat us at a minimum, at a minimum, in an equal way that we treat our own children? and most likely in ways that are beyond our imagination. Brothers and sisters, you are loved here today, right now. You are God's delight. You are God's beloved daughter and beloved son. And I know you know it, but do you know it? I mean, trust me, I know I know it, but do I know it? When we know it in our heart, we know it. And that's where we need to remind ourselves until it travels from our our brain, our mind, down to there. We are God's beloved because of God's great goodness and his magnanimity and his abundant, abundant call. And God, in God's goodness, will give us what we need We simply need to be active within. We are not passive observers. We are active missionaries. Let's pray. We continue through the um, joyful, no, sorry, not the joyful, the glorious mysteries uh, this week. And so we begin in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The fourth glorious mystery. Mary is assumed into heaven. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. 
Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. My friends, have a wonderful Thursday. Bless you. Thanks for being with me today. And God's peace.